Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to today's episode. We're going to chime in on the controversial, popular topic going on in our industry uh, over the last several weeks. And on this issue, I've done multiple coaching calls. And so essentially, today's episode is going to be a free coaching call because I've walked multiple people through this process. And thankfully, they've all had success. And I want to share with you some of the tips and things to understand as you raise your prices this year, both on your enhancement work and if you're into maintenance on your maintenance work, because there is attrition when you raise prices, there is pushback, and there can also be more money for your business uh, when it's done correctly. So we're going to dive into some of the details about this topic. If you're brand new to the Green Industry Podcast, I know pretty much everyone and their brother, literally my cousin, <laughs> I was just listening to a speech he gave the other night. He's 16 years old. And um, he was talking about inflation and rising prices. And uh, it was at a political event. It wasn't even related to lawn care, but everybody's talking about inflation and rising costs and, and things of that nature. But um. It, Anyway, I just wanted to say I've been sharing about the importance getting into a routine every single winter or early spring to effectively communicate with your customers that your prices are going up this season and to actually train your customers that you do this every single year. And so uh, I'm going to dive into some of the details and and traps to avoid uh, as you do this communication. There's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And unfortunately, a lot of people are doing it the wrong way and we're going to help you do it the right way. Thanks to today's show sponsor. If you guys are looking to save 15% or more on car insurance, let me tell you about I just kidding. Geico's not our sponsor, but Jobber is. See, this is, this is uh, Mr. Producer. This is what I do. I drive down the road and I, I I practice all these commercials, just thinking one day, you know, we'll have uh, whatever. All these, not the Giorno, not the Giorno, because. I'm on a diet, so it's not delivery. It's the Giorno, but it's not going to be our sponsor. We're going to be uh, maybe grilled chicken and broccoli. Hey, thanks to today's show sponsor for real guys, our friends over there at Jobber. Uh, today's episode for real is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is the software I use to organize my business. And um, with Jobber, you can send out a quote to your customer. Let's say your customer says, that looks good, Paul. Then they can pay you online. What you don't want is to be going down to that mailbox. I, I say this with emotion because I know what it's like. You put your key in the mailbox and you turn it, maybe throw in a prayer, open it up, and there's just junk mail, right? And there's no check in the mail. Even though your customer said they sent a check in the mail, why isn't it in my mailbox? And then you know what they do? They blame it on your UPS man. However, they probably didn't even put the check in the mail. They lying to you. <laughs> Been there, done that. Not anymore. Jobber makes everything easier so you can get paid on time, in full, faster with their online payment system. And uh, they have many, many more features with scheduling and even GPS tracking and lots of um, ways you can communicate with your clients. 
Try Jobber for free for 14 days at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Well, I've been doing some of these coaching calls, guys, and folks are scared about raising the prices because what if some folks just can't afford it? All their, you know, the grocery bills going up, the gas bill, not, not just for running a lawn care business, but folks have to put gas in their cars unless they drive that Tesla like Fullerton, right? They got to put gas in the Kia. In the, what do you got, Mr. Producer? Hey, yeah, a Camry. You got a nice Camry too, man. But, uh, <laughs> speaking of Fullerton, Fullerton's, uh, you know, all right. But anyway, they, they got expenses. And so the, the, the realistic fear is, well, what if my customer can't afford to pay me more because they're paying everything else more? And what if they didn't get a raise at their job? And uh, some folks are even getting laid off in, in these times. And so there's a real fear, fear and it's legitimate because I know personally, this is just in my own little community as I talk to folks, things are getting tight financially and um, people are having to cut some luxuries, uh, whether that's the personal trainer at the gym or that's the... Uh, eating out or whatever things are luxury in life, lawn care and landscaping essentially is a luxury. It's really not needed to survive. Shelters needed to survive. Uh, foods needed to survive. Water's needed to survive. Um, the basic utilities to keep your home running. All of those are needed to survive. And so luxuries are typically cut out of budgets when things get tough. When there's wars going on in the world, when there's things going on in the world, it's charitable giving that gets cut out. It's luxuries and things of that nature. And so I think as small business owners to understand that, I'm not going to sit there and panic and fear for one second. You can miss me with all that, but it is important to put yourself in the customer shoes and understand that they're human just like we are and all of their expenses are going up. And you don't know, I mean, maybe you do know, but you don't know for sure how much their income's going up in these times or if they're having to cut things out. So I say all that to say, you don't, you don't have to set up a coaching call to co tell me you're scared. I, I just, we're going to cover that in today's um, episode and then what to do about it specifically in regards to raising prices. Now, if you want to do a coaching call about some other aspect of your business, that's fine. But what I want to do today, because I've done so many of these having these same conversations with folks from different states that are just terrified about this process. I walk them through it. They see success. And so I just, I just want to kind of share with you uh, what the best strategy is to, to go about this. So everything I just shared was to prime the pump of how important it is to communicate effectively and clearly to our customers about their price going up. And I'm typically seeing uh, about a month it takes to actually raise your prices successfully. And let me explain why. When you send out the price increase letter and you send it out through email, there will be some people that will reply to the email. Hey, I completely understand. Um, thanks for the heads up. I hope you and your family are doing well. Look forward to, you know, seeing you soon. Or they'll say that there's people out there like that. They completely understand. They're going to communicate to you that, they're cool with your price increase. And we'll get into a moment uh, in a little bit about if you should raise your prices 10% or 15%. We'll get into that 
later on, but I want to talk about the process because if you mess up the process, it doesn't matter how much you're raising your prices, you, you can really stumble and fumble this situation. And so there'll be other customers that will actually tell you to take a hike. And some of them will be kind of mean about it. Uh, I'm just telling you the truth. And some of them will be very professional about it and just say, um, you know, we're headed in a different direction. Thank you for your services. Um, you did a great job. We wish you the best of luck in the future. Um, and I don't have time to play games with these folks. So some of them maybe are just playing a negotiation tactic and they think I'm going to come back and say, oh, well, you know what? I really blah, blah, blah. I like your yard. I'll just keep doing it at that price. No, 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 no. <laughs> that ain't how this works. They might think that's how it works, but that's not how it works in, in my business because I know how to do marketing. If you know how to actually do marketing, you have people uh, filling out your online form you know, wanting information about your business. You have people calling you, you have new customers that you're going to send your new price to your new rate to, and they're going to replace the people that don't value your services at your new price. And so I am not going to take the bait. If somebody emails me back telling me they're moving in another direction, but secretly they're trying to negotiate me down, forget it. Now, so we covered there's, you're going to get, you send out the email, you're going to get customers back that say, you know, something very nice and they understand your new price, you're going to get, you may get, I've gotten a lot, <laughs> people giving me the whole, we're moving in another direction. And, and sometimes it will surprise you, to be honest. I remember I had a customer that had two homes in this fancy neighborhood. The guy made over $3 million a year. You can go on the internet and, and, and look up how much money this guy made. Just, I mean, that's, you know, I think it was like 250,000 bucks or something a month. Not a year, a month. And uh, this guy was a character, man. But I did a, I did a phenomenal job, um, both at their, their main house and then they were building a new house. And I, I did all kind of projects for him. Um, I even got a little hardscape action, a little Caleb Allman action on this guy. And uh, I mean, I did great, great work. And I thought for sure, you know, these people uh, for sure will accept my new price. And I think it was 10% or 8%. And uh, I remember, you know, um, talking to this wife and she let me know we're moving, we're moving forward at the end of the month. And it was kind of emotionally devastating. It was kind of like surprising. I was like, are you kidding me? Your yard looks perfect. Everything's perfect. You have the money. Everyone knows you have the money and they moved on. And, uh, anyway, back to the, I'm not going to sit there and look desperate. I'm going to, I'm going to move forward. I obviously did. And, 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 and they did. And so I think it's important that we understand uh, what happens next in this process, because the majority of people are not going to respond. All right. You guys already sent your price increase letters out. You know what I'm talking about. What I suggest is you get a spreadsheet. You write down all your customers. Let's say you got 50 customers, write down all their names, write date sent on the price increase letter, because guys that are um, dipping their toe in the water and they're super scared and Paul, I, you don't understand my market. I don't think you, you don't understand. You don't understand. I said, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll make a deal with you. You got 50 customers. Let's send out 10 price increase letters. That, that's 20% uh, of your market. Let's send out 10 and then let's pretend that's everybody. And then we'll see who responds yes. We'll see who responds no. And then we'll see who responds nothing and then follow up with them. And then when you get the 10 out of the way, you'll see the results. Okay. 
eight ended up saying yes, two said no, or nine said yes, one said no, or 10 said yes, and zero said no. At that point, you'll have the confidence that you can then go ahead and send it out to the other 40. Or if you're still scared, send it out to 20 and then send it out to the final 20. So you can stagger it if you were, if this is your first year ever raising prices. But when you become a Matt LaMarche, he's in real estate now, this guy would raise his prices multiple times a year. This guy would just, he's like, I'm training my customers that, you know, we raise our prices. And he, he wasn't raising it, no, 15%, but he was incrementally, consistently raising his prices. And it was just like, your emotions are out of it once it becomes a, a, a system and a, a process uh, in your business. So what I want to emphasize though, guys, is just the culture that we live in People have kids, they have soccer, they have groceries to shop for, they have jobs, they have all kind of things that everyday people do in their life. And the last thing on their mind is your price increase for cutting their grass. They're just not thinking about it. And, and when that email comes through, you don't know what's going on. Maybe they read it, maybe they didn't, maybe the kids are crying, maybe you know, there look, the dog ran, you know, guy came to the door, the dog ran outside. You don't know what's going on. And so don't be bent out of shape. Actually expect that not everyone's going to reply to your email. It's just, it's just the truth of how this works. But in your spreadsheet, then you need a follow-up and, and you need to write the date um, and time. And you can make columns for this and actually write, what did you do to follow up? Was it a phone call? Was it a text? Was it an email? And honestly, uh, it depends how much time until your season gets started, but I would send out the uh, price increase letter through email first. The, the, some will reply, some won't. The ones that don't, then I would call them that next week. Call them on Monday. Say, hey, sweet Sue. I mean, don't call her sweet Sue. But you know I mean? <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Smith. Um, this is Paul. Hope you're doing well. How are you? You know, how's the kids? You know, oh man, I saw you know, Johnny's driving. I saw him on the road yesterday. I can't believe that, you know, he's 16 years old now. And, you know, I can't believe he's driving. And, uh, you know, hopefully she's not like, what? He's driving. <laughs> he's 14. He stole the car. Yeah. That actually happened to me one time. My sister, this is a little side story, Mr. Producer, but um, my sister was a freshman when I was a senior in high school and her and her friends, they would steal my car at night. They would drive around and, uh, you know, they were 13, 14 years old. And, uh, Anyway, they got caught one time because they, they came home and they're not that good at driving. It's like two in the morning. They took my car and they crashed it into the garage. And uh, anyway, it's a whole ordeal. <laughs> but, um, well, all right. So where was I? Okay. You call Mrs. Smith and, and you follow up and, and who knows what she'll say. She might say, oh, you know what? Yeah, I saw that. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm so sorry I didn't get back to you. And, and we completely understand. And, you know, you did a great job last year. Whatever. But now you're having a conversation and um, getting their permission and making sure that they understand. Now, some people, and this isn't, a, this isn't as many as you think, but some people will give pushback. They'll, they'll give a little bit of um, questions or saying, hey, you know, that seems kind of high or, uh, you, know, my, my, you know, my son, you know, we're thinking of just having him do it this year. And, and so at this point, you need to be poised. You need to be confident. Pretend this is a brand new customer and you're, you're making your case of why they should go with your excellent quality service. And this is where you uh, get your shoulders back. I honestly like to stand up when I'm on the phone with customers or potential customers. You just project with more authority, with more confidence, and you just explain to them, hey, our, our gas prices are going up. Our oil prices are going up. The cost of labor is going up. 
Inflation's going up. Everything's going up, Mrs. Smith. And so uh, we want to provide you the best excellent service possible. Our prices are going up, you know, effective April 1st. And uh, your new, you know, your, your new price, I, I know we we're doing it for, you know, X amount last year per service, but this year it's this amount. And uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Um, if you should raise your prices 10%, 15%, I'm hearing all kind of arguments out there and, 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 and reasons for why people are raising their prices. But I'll just say this real quick, Mr. Producer, I'm getting the signals uh, that I need to get, I need to speed up. But uh, let me, let me just say this, which makes me so, uh, well, I got a, I got a, ra a range of emotions. It, it definitely inspires me because I've been preaching this message before, um, everything that went, went on in, in, in 2020, I was sharing about this, but if you go from never raising your prices and then you raise your prices 15%, I mean, that's just my, my, my brain can't really comprehend that. That's why this year you need to take advantage of this window of customers, um, understanding inflation and, and raising prices and actually raise your prices this year because hopefully things settle down in the future. You don't have to raise it 15%. That is extreme. That's very um, extreme. But, and, and most companies, you know, that, that's not the norm in the Atlanta market. The, the companies that are crushing it, um, they raise their prices every year. You know, if, if one year they're doing mulch, I mean, I just watch it. One year is $70 and it's $73, 75, 80, 85, you know, 95, $100 a yard at mulch installed. I just, they just raise it up a little bit every year. But I say all that because next year, uh, you know, around springtime or a little bit before springtime, guess what you need to do? Raise your prices. The next year, as you're going into the new year, guess what you need to do? Raise your prices every single year. And so what's happened is there's been a lot of people that's been exposed. And I, I, I don't want to trigger anybody, but a lot of folks' marketing plan has been raggedy. It's been non-existent. It's been, um, there's been a laziness because you, you just kind of been on autopilot. You got your customers. If you do a halfway decent job, you're going to get word of mouth referrals. You're going to get people coming, passing by neighbors. You're going to grow your business organically that way. And just kind of keep your prices the same. You don't have attrition unless someone moves or passes away and, and everything's kind of on autopilot. And so now like Warren Buffett says, you, you don't know who's skinny dipping until the tide goes out. And then, you know, you see the person, oh man, I didn't even know I could just see your head when the water was there. But now, you know, I don't want to see that. Uh, maybe, you never mind. But <laughs> the point is, uh, things are being exposed right now. And a lot of the fear is because th there's not a very clear cut, strong marketing plan. When there's a clear cut, strong marketing plan, you got options and you'll gladly replace customer Z with this new customer A at this top premium price um, because you, you know how to do marketing. So coming up, we're going to talk about uh, the actual amount um, you should raise your prices by and the difference between raising, this is actually very important, the difference between raising your prices on lawn maintenance versus raising your prices on enhancements. There, there's different uh, strategies um, for each of this. So I need to get a sip of water. Mr. Producer giving me the nonverbals. We'll hear a word from Geico and our show sponsors. <laughs> Coming right up. We'll be back, guys. It's Brittany here with the Hardscape Academy. If you're serious about keeping good qualified people around, then you have to train them. 
you can say, well, what if they leave? I've trained them and I've spent all this time and resources on it. But what if they stay and you haven't taken that time to train them and they're not able to grow within your company and run their own jobs? That falls on you. So check out the hardscapeacademy.com to train yourself and your crews. This month, we're going to be launching our crewman paver training video. This video is for your employees. It is the how to hardscaping and not so much the why everything is done the way it is. In this 45 minute video, you'll be able to brief your employees on paver installation basics so they're ready to crush the day on site with you. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to get skills and training for you and your crew so you can excel as a professional hardscaper and grow your company. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. Check out the hardscapeacademy.com. Hey, landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Alrighty, guys. So real quick summary, you have a spreadsheet, you put down all your customers' names, you put the date that you sent the email. Some folks are going to send out an email with their price increase letter customized to every customer all in one swoop. You, you've been doing this, you, you know how to do it. You just, you trust the process. You send it out to everybody. Some of you maybe never raised your price before. You're scared, you're nervous, and maybe just send it out to 10 people at first uh, just to get a little bit of confidence. But so you put the date you know, March 1st, I sent it out to these 10. And then, you know, maybe March 8th, you send it out to the rest once you realize that um, you you can do this. Um, after that, in the next column, you want to put the follow-ups. So you're going to put the date you followed up and, and write down, was that a phone call, a text, an email? Um, honestly, I'm, you know, I don't necessarily like to talk to people on the phone all the time and, and, and customers don't like that either. But I think at the, this stage of the game, that's probably the best way to do the follow-up. I would, I would initiate it with an email. I was a communications studies major in college, Mr. Producer. This was before texting and all of this stuff was as popular as it is today. But uh, they just started Facebook when I was in college. So um, Instagram wasn't even out. Not, not even TikTok uh, Snapchat, none of that stuff. But the point is a phone call, a direct phone call, um, you know, try to get a hold of your customers and let them know about this price increase and, and just communicate it with them and touch base with them. Don't just uh, call and say, hi, my price is going up. You know, just want to make sure you understand, you know, just 
have a little bit of common sense and be like, Hey, Mrs. Smith, hope you're doing well. I'm um, really looking forward to taking care of your lawn this year. I just want to make sure you, you um, got my email about some of our updates and, you know, just add some personal touch to this. And um, then they're going to give you an answer that, yeah, we understand, you know, looking forward to you doing our service again this year, or maybe they're going to let you know, Hey, we're broke, busted and disgusted. Johnny's going to be out there mowing our grass this summer. Uh, you know, that's their son and it is what it is. And then, you know, and then you just update your column and, and put the the final answer that if they're in the final column, I like to put yes or no, are they yes or no? Are they yes or no? And, um, document that you do not want to have this all off of memory because you don't want that. You, you, you want to know what's going on. So with the, um, enhancements, and we're actually um, going to do, hopefully on Thursday, later in this week, we're going to do an episode on upsells and cross-sells. And so uh, we will talk about how important it is not just to cut grass, but that the real money the, or the um, low-hanging fruit money on these properties is also in doing the enhancements of putting in the mulch, putting in the seasonal flowers, doing the coriation, the, the fertilization and weed control, et cetera. And so with those prices, you, you can just set them and, and basically, you know, it's a hundred, let's say you're doing a hundred dollars last year for mulch. Well, this year it's a hundred and ten dollars per yard installed of mulch. And so on all future quotes, you just, you send that out as the new price to the folks, but you can um, communicate to your customers as well, your new prices on mulch and pine straw and things of that nature. Um, and I'm going to tell a crazy story about, when I did that the wrong way. Um, but we'll do that in another episode later in the week, but you, you do want to communicate that, that, um, the, the yard per mulch installed price, the, the bale of pine straw installed price, uh, the flat of flowers used to charge $50 this year. It's $55 or, or whatever your, um, new rates are. You, you do want to communicate that to them, but the easiest thing is on all future quotes for jobs, please, my friend, raise your prices this year. So as you're sending out those quotes, the new prices, you're you're just automatically doing them in your system and um, have the confidence to do that. So the question is, how much should I raise the price by? And as I mentioned earlier, guys, this is something that's long-term. And so I would recommend doing this every single year. And so uh, because of that, I like a smaller increase. I think the psychology, the, um, if, if you price the job profitably day one, you, you know, your numbers, you, 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 you know what your break even is. Um, shout out to my boy, John Pajak budget break evens, bottom lines, you know, your prices, you go out there and you quote the job. Um, I'm just throwing a round number. Let's say it's a, a, uh, um, $200 a month. It's a small little yard, easy peasy, and uh, it's $200 a month. That's sim- simplest yard in the world, right? And that was the right price um, when, you, when you picked up the lawn in 2015. Well, then the next year, you know, you, you raise their price to, to 210 bucks. And then the next year you raise it to 220 and 230. And um, you, you just have these small increases over the course of time, then, then they're going to expect that. But if you go and it's, you know, 200 bucks and you say, oh, this year it's going to be 250 bucks. You're going to say, what? Like, wait a minute. That, that 
what's the math behind that? And so I'm not, um, I know a lot of people are raising their prices by big, big numbers this year. And I, and they justify it with the math and the math justifies it. It's inflation, seven, eight percent and then all the other expenses are going up um you know in the business and personally and so it makes a ton of sense to raise your prices by 15 percent. i think i was listening to um bnb lawn care on um the other day and he said i'm raising mine 15 percent." we had andy motor on the program recently he said he's raising his 12 percent. and so i think the larger amount you raise your prices by the more pushback you'll get, the more attrition you'll get, and you need to be ready for that. But at the end of the day, you have to look at your numbers and figure out what makes the most sense for you. And this is why I'm such a champion a champion to raise your prices every single year, because if you've been raising your prices since the day one when you got the job, and if you quoted the job at the right amount, then you can, you know, you can stay, you can still stay ahead of inflation, but you don't have to have these major price increases. Um, it, it can be more manageable. And so at the minimum, I would say 10%. I, I, I was saying seven or 8%, you know, a few months ago. And now I'm like, ah, I think anything less than 10% um, is in danger zone, but anything more than 15%. It's like, ugh, just psychology, the psychological aspect of it. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a lot. And, um, I'm watching what other companies are doing. I was just at my gym the other day and it used to be three bucks for a total war. It's a pre-workout drink. Right. And then there's a big yellow sign, uh, total war now four bucks. I'm like, that's a 25. I, I'm thinking that's 25%. I don't have my calculator in, in front of me or Dr. Frank in the house, but that's like a 25% price increase. And um, I'm watching all the other things. I went to the gas pump the other day. I just topped it off as 40 bucks. I'm like, what in the world? And uh, I was, uh, everything's going up. And so I get it. And I'm not, I'm not going to yell at you. If, you, if you're going to raise your prices 15%, you know, more power to you. Be ready for pushback and, 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 and pushback doesn't mean you're losing the customer. Pushback just means you need to communicate effectively that, you know, you're doing the excellent quality service, your stuff's going up and this is why it's going up and, and give them a little pushback in the most professional cordial way. Um, but, but, but be ready for those conversations and be ready for attrition by doing marketing. And, and that's a whole other conversation. Um, for another day. And, um, on Fridays on the programs, we've been having Dr. Frank in the house and we've been trying to kind of focus Fridays on marketing, um, in this season, um, to really help us understand how we can be, uh, recruiting the best customers, um, you know, on a, on a marketing plan. But, um, at the end of the day, I want you guys to just think long-term that this is not in an emergency, um, just because of the, uh, financial inflation, situation going on in this specific year. You need to raise your prices every single year for the rest of the duration of you being the leader and the CFO and the um, basically owner of your company. This has to be a staple and every single late winter, early spring, you need to raise your prices. And so um, with that being said, um, you know, in between 10 and 15% is the answer I'm going to give for this year. And that may change if you're listening the years 2022, that may change in the future. I, I know a lot of companies here in Atlanta, were raising at 5%. And 
you know, inflation used to be three, 4%. They'd raise it 5%. And there's, I don't want to get into all the psychology there. There's so many different ways that you can raise your prices on different um, product services and, and, and ways of going about it. But for, for round numbers, it wasn't common in the Atlanta market to raise your prices 10 or 15%. It just, it just wasn't in the past. It was, you know, five to 10% was the best practice. And then most folks weren't even raising their prices. So, but, but the legitimate, you know, larger companies, they understood they had to, um, but this year's a little bit different. So I'll, you know, I'll just say what the kind of consensus is 10 to 15% this year. And then we'll re we'll relook at everything next year. But, um, Blake said this, and I completely agree with him. This is the easiest year to raise your prices because everyone's talking about it on the news at the water cooler at work. Everyone's understands it. So people aren't going to do what, um, Lamont Hairston's customer did. Lamont Hairston customer called him after receiving the price increase letter and said, were you drunk when you wrote this Lamont? Are you been driving? You've been drinking. What are you talking about raising my price? And and uh, the, that stuff is is um, not going to happen as frequently this year um, because everyone gets it. It's just a matter of fact of what's your customer's checkbook look like with their job and their kids, you know, daycare cost and, and gas costs, and can can they afford lawn care in general, and can they afford the new prices? So don't let your emotions. Um, go one way or the other. Just be matter of fact, um, be very professional, very clear, and keep everything organized with your spreadsheet of who said yes, who said no, when you contacted them. And of course, um, I highly recommend, because I know how effective it is, my price increase letter. This truly was birthed out of a place of desperation years ago in my business when I had to raise my prices and I didn't know how. I had some professionals help me uh, craft the letter that's been fine-tuned year after year since then. And this thing, every uh, dotted I and T crossed and, and every word in this thing is just um, perfectly placed so that you can communicate concisely, effectively, clearly, why you're raising your price, what your new price is, and it's a template that you download and then you customize for each customer by just putting their name in there and then their price. And you don't have to worry about the communication because most folks over communicate and it's a disaster. Uh, that's a whole nother story for another day. I got, we're, we're tight on time here. I tell you some stories, but anyway, our price increase letter template guys, it's available at greenindustrypodcast.com and then you can, um, Get it and it will download immediately to your computer and then you can go ahead and, and plug and play edit it and and get that emailed out to your customers this year and forevermore and once you get the letter where you have it for life and so it's a it's a deal of a lifetime um, because it's going to earn you so much money as you raise your prices this year and then stay tuned we'll talk about um, the importance of upselling enhancements um, later on in the week. And we'll also hopefully talk some marketing later on in the week. So I know it's kind of a total package. You just don't raise your prices and that solves all the answers to your question. Or pardon me. That doesn't solve all the answers to your company by just raising your prices. There's so many other components. However, it is a component that is an absolute must and necessity for lasting success in this industry to raise your prices every single year. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you don't already have a price increase letter, uh, greenishrepodcast.com and uh, go ahead and get that and uh, let me know how it goes for you. Thanks for listening. Hope you catch you on the next episode.
This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.